Good morning from the Financial Times. Today is Tuesday, June 14th, and this is your FT News Briefing. U.S. stocks slide back into a bear market. The crypto meltdown is entering a new phase. The FT's Katie Martin explains what it means for the broader ecosystem. It looks like with the price of crypto crashing, a lot of the organizations where you trade this stuff, a lot of the exchanges, simply can't cope. The UK wants to tear up its 2020 Brexit trade agreement with Northern Ireland. And the EU is not pleased. I'm Joanna Gao, in for Mark Filipino, and here's the news you need to start your day. U.S. stocks dropped into a bear market yesterday. By the end of trading, the benchmark S&P 500 was more than 20% lower than its recent high in January. Investors were rattled by an unexpectedly high U.S. inflation report that was released on Friday. Analysts then upgraded their forecasts of how much the Fed will raise interest rates to deal with inflation. This is the second time Wall Street has entered a bear market in the past month. In May, it just briefly hit the threshold and rebounded within the same day. The crypto market also had a bad day yesterday. First, Celsius, a major player in crypto that lets users lend out their tokens for high returns, blocked its customers from pulling money from its platform. It said this was due to extreme market conditions. Then Binance, the world's biggest crypto exchange, also suspended customer withdrawals of Bitcoin. The moves fueled a broad sell-off across the digital asset market. Our markets editor, Katie Martin, joins me to discuss what's going on. Hi, Katie. Hey, how are you doing? I'm doing well. So what are the underlying causes of this crypto meltdown? Yeah, it is a meltdown. And what is interesting right now is that it's entered a new phase. So... The price of crypto assets for which we can use Bitcoin as our kind of benchmark, that's been coming off hard since the back end of last year because some of the speculative froth in markets just kind of got blown away. But this year, it's really built up ahead of steam. And what we saw last month was that there was a couple of coins, one token, one stable coin that basically hit the skids and, and effectively, you know, people lost a lot of money on them. So we've gone from thinking about, okay, which coins and tokens are in trouble here? And now what we're seeing is, okay, which which organizations that facilitate the trading here, which bits of the market infrastructure are in trouble? And that's what we're seeing today, because it looks like with the price of crypto crashing, a lot of the organizations where you trade this stuff, a lot of the exchanges simply can't cope. They are perfectly able to take your money in, turns out they're not so able to spit your money back out again if you want it. So now that it's shifted to this part of the crypto meltdown, who's being hurt and could it get worse? So who's been burnt by the latest moves is basically anybody who's bought Bitcoin in the past couple of years, because we're now below that price. So you're underwater and with the 
halts in withdrawals, it's quite possible that you can't get your money out even if you want to. There's a lot of people who are going to be underwater and uh, that's uh, that's very difficult for them. There will be lots of kind of crypto billionaires out there who lose a billion or two here, here or there but can still live to fight another day. But there's a lot of people who can't afford to lose this money who are going to lose this money. And I, I don't know where this ends and I have learnt by, you know, my own trial and error never to kind of declare the death of Bitcoin because this thing has incredible staying power just when you think it can't possibly pick itself up again, it picks itself up again. But this is a very, very challenging period for, for crypto fans. Katie Martin is our markets editor. Thanks, Katie. No problem. UK Prime Minister Boris Johnson wants to rip up the 2020 Brexit agreement and make changes to the controversial rules around trade with Northern Ireland. His administration published proposed legislation yesterday. Among the changes, the bill would aim to reduce friction at ports. It would also give ministers the very controversial power to rip up other parts of the Brexit agreement. Johnson said the proposal would help ease political tension in Northern Ireland. But critics say ripping up the Brexit agreement just two years after it was signed would undermine the UK's standing in the world. And the EU is furious. Brussels almost immediately threatened legal action after the legislation was released. The pandemic has caused many companies to move to a hybrid work model. This is also true for businesses in Japan. Hundreds of companies have moved over the last year from Tokyo to the countryside. But it's not clear if this shift in workplace culture can last. Our Tokyo reporter, Eri Segura, recently visited one company that moved its new headquarters to Awaji Island in Western Japan. She joins us now to tell us more about the Persona Group, which is one of the country's biggest recruitment companies. Hi, Eri. How are you doing? Very well, thank you. Can you describe how life on Awaji Island differs from life in Tokyo? What's it like for the workers who've relocated there? So the life in Awaji is much more relaxed and calm. Uh, when I visited the island uh, and talked with some employees of Pasona, uh, they told me that they can now spend so much more time with their family and kids and spend much less time in commuting and driving just 10 or 15 minutes by the sea. So um, that's very different from the time when they lived in Tokyo. So what was it that made Persona decide to set up a separate base on the island? Actually, the CEO of Persona, Mr. Nambu, told me that he has always wanted to relocate from Tokyo because of risks of earthquakes and other natural disasters. But before the pandemic, that option seemed quite unrealistic. But after the pandemic, people started working from home and actually workplace doesn't matter anymore. And he also told me that the values of young people have changed from being Tokyo-centric to wanting an environment surrounded by seas and mountains. So he thought it was a good timing for him to actually make the move. So there's the risk management side of this decision. Is there an economic reason as well? Yes. So the government gives subsidies to companies which made relocation from Tokyo because the government has long thought that 
having everything concentrated in the capital is a big risk for Japan as a whole. That's one thing. And for CEOs, they want to save costs as much as possible. So some analysts told me that CEOs will be more selective of what functions they want to keep in Tokyo and what functions they can move away so that they can reduce the cost. Do you think this trend is going to continue? So it really depends on how much Japan can keep this new kind of working standard that has occurred after the pandemic. Before the pandemic, Japan has been recognized as one of countries where efficiency was very low and staying late in the office was quite a habit. So once the pandemic is over, employees might come back to the office and stay in the capital again. They call this presenteeism, right? Yes, exactly. Eri Segura is the FT's Tokyo reporter. You can read more on all of these stories at FT.com. This has been your daily FT News Briefing. Make sure you check back tomorrow for the latest business news. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Hi, this is Janice Torres from Yo Quiero Dinero. From a local business to a global corporation... Partnering with Bank of America gives your operation access to exclusive digital tools, award-winning insights, and business solutions so powerful, you'll make every move matter. Visit bankofamerica.com slash bankingforbusiness to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America N.A. Copyright 2024.